Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from a throwaway account who says, I, 32 male, am in love with my former sister-in-law, 27 female. I'm finally at the point where I can't stand this anymore. I've been in love with this woman for a very long time, maybe a couple of years at this point, and I'm not sure if I should just kill it or attempt to make something with her. I met my ex-wife, her sister, when I was 23 years old, and the relationship developed very quickly. By 26, I had my son and daughter and had gotten married. However, within months of being married, my ex-wife had an affair. But worse than that, the man she cheated with had gotten her into heroin. After confronting her on this, she said she was going to get help, but instead she left in the night. I haven't heard from her in four years and last I've heard, she's still with that guy and are homeless in Las Vegas. Not sure how true that is, but being focused on holding it together for the kids. I really don't have time to chase her down, nor do I want to after what she pulled. I ended up getting a divorce in absence. I did, however, maintain a very positive relationship with my in-laws after the fact. Every other weekend, my kids stay over with their grandparents on that side, and they pretty much treat me like a son still. I still go to parties at Christmas, and I'm reasonably liked by the family. Nobody talks about my ex anymore, mainly not to worry my kids. My oldest, my son, is very hurt by his mother leaving. He's nine now and I've had to get therapy for him after he told me he hoped his mother was dead. She had been getting verbally abusive towards the end, which was when he was around five or six. Anyhow, in the year following my ex leaving, her sister and her boyfriend started coming around a lot to see the kids. They knew I worked a lot and would babysit and call it practice as they wanted to have children of their own. My kids love them and were spoiled by them, which I didn't mind because we all needed a little positivity. They got married and were very in love. However, her husband was killed in a workplace accident shortly after the birth of their daughter. It's been extremely rough and painful for everyone involved as one can imagine. I followed my sister-in-law's example and began to take her daughter to give her time to herself if things got too hard to deal with or she needed alone time. She's been in grief counseling for a few years, but she still wears her ring and has told me she can't ever imagine dating again. I talked to her about him frequently and she's gotten to a better place, but she's still very much in love with him. I can't imagine that sort of pain. Over the last two years, we've been a more constant figure in each other's lives. My kids love their aunt and I have her over for dinner a couple of times a week. My daughter and her daughter have become close and love being around each other so they have sleepovers. I've moved on from my ex by this but the idea of dating possibly someone dangerous as their mother has kept me out of the dating scene. I don't know when it happened but 
Slowly, I began to get soft on my sister-in-law. She's a great mom from what she's had happen to her. She's one of the sweetest people I know and her sense of humor always leaves me laughing and happy. Then I started realizing that I'm physically attracted to her. I've always felt kind of guilty about it because her late husband was a good friend and since she's obviously is still grieving, I've kept it to myself. Since COVID started, we've been together a bit more because of social distancing, had us lose contact with most other people. Nothing romantic has ever been discussed and I try not to flirt, but last week it was very late and after the kids went to bed, I made us a few drinks. Not enough to get drunk, but she decided she'd rather spend the night. So I took my couch. I woke up to breakfast this morning and the four of us felt like the sort of family I've always wanted. She even kissed my forehead, which is not something she normally does. I still didn't say anything, but after she left, I found my son quietly playing with his toys in his room. He looked upset, so I asked him if he was alright. He tells me point blank, in the way only a kid can, that he wishes sister-in-law was his mother. I sat down with him and asked him why he thought that way. He gave a whole bunch of reasons, her being nice to him, that she never yells about anything. He likes seeing her at his grandparents and she draws pictures with him, which I didn't know they did. By the end of it, my heart that is already melting for this woman even more wound up. When visiting, dropping them off with their grandparents, I tried to breach the subject with her folks to kind of feel how people would see. I made a joke about she and I are acting like a married couple sometimes. They didn't laugh and were kind of standoffish. Friendly, but either they know something or they disapprove. It's getting too hard for me to ignore or pretend it's not getting to me. I'm in love with her. Either I've got to kill it and find some way not to think of her. Or I have to find some sort of way to navigate through the situation and tell her everything. If anybody out there has any insight on how to approach a widow, especially one who was married to a friend, with this sort of intention, I could really use your help. I'm kind of stuck for advice on this one, having never been in a situation similar to this. The only thing I can think of is just because everything around it is so fragile. There's so many relationships that could be damaged by potentially getting together. But at the same time, I understand where you're coming from. And the only thing I could suggest, and I'm not sure if it's the right advice or not, is just taking it slow and continuing down the path that you're going down. And maybe things might naturally just work out because it seems like it's going in that direction at the moment. From the kiss on the forehead, it might be totally innocent, but you know, it's a positive sign. But when you joked about it with the in-laws, it did sound a bit frosty. Maybe it wasn't again, but that's the way it kind of felt as I was reading it, which is a bit of a worry, isn't it? And of course, you shouldn't put your life on hold for other people, but at the same time, you don't want to destroy all these positive relationships, which I think you have around you at the same time. But Seri says, just came here to say that you should tread very carefully. You don't want to ruin your good relationship by trying or succeeding in getting with your sister-in-law. My advice is just to talk to her and see what she thinks. Be as upfront as possible. Discuss pros and cons, best and worst case scenarios. She may shut it down or may be down for giving it a whirl. Good luck. Hope you respond saying, that's what I worry about. I've got a feeling she might feel the same way on some level, though neither of us have expressed it. I've just tried to ignore it and try not to think about her like this, but it's getting difficult to ignore. If today she came up to me and told me she found someone, I think I'd be a wreck. Most of the reason I made this post was to finally get it off my chest. I feel so in love, so guilty and nervous. I'm never like this. 
Duncan says, she kissed your forehead, bro. This is a positive sign of affection she has for you, but is this love? The answer lies with her. I feel she is not ready for love soon. She needs time. Be patient. Let her confess it. I feel she will if you spend more time or family activities with her and her kid. I'm pretty sure she has had something for you, but she is a bit confused between sympathy, like, and love for you. RTJ says this isn't a very good idea. The kids will wish sister-in-law is their mum, even if she becomes their stepmom. Then if you and sister-in-law ever have kids together, well, your current kids will probably have significant issues about sister-in-law not being their real mum even more, and they'll probably resent their cousin's siblings. Develop an inferiority complex, act out in a million and one ways, etc. Why? Because it would be a mess. Don't make it a mess. A wonderful aunt is a great thing to have. Don't take that away from your kids. And let's have one more from Don's posting who says, You have the perfect opportunity. Invite her and her son to dinner. Sometime when you have some adult time to talk, mention what your son said and see a reaction. I would be a little on the serious side. After all, it's your son's emotional health you are discussing and ask her opinion of your son's discussion. Depending on how things go, I might ask what she thought about you and her. I would not push it though. You are only asking a question. Depending on her reaction... If she goes for it, good. If she is hesitant, ask her thoughts and then drop it. Or something like that. So then OP comes in with an update which says, Firstly, I'd like to thank everyone who gave me advice on how to proceed and ideas and things I could maybe say to my former sister-in-law. What I ended up doing. Shortly after making the first post, I remembered that my children were to spend Sunday night over their grandparents' house. And typically when they do this, my niece, sister-in-law's daughter will join them. I allow these bi-weekly visits because I think it's important for them to maintain a healthy relationship with their mother's parents. And sister-in-law lets her daughter go because she enjoys playing with my daughter. But I realized we'd both have a free night. Normally, I'd just game or hit the gym an extra night, but I figured it would be the perfect opportunity to have sister-in-law without the kids being around. So I sent her a text saying, Hey, kids are out this Sunday. Was thinking you might want to get dinner was a fairly upscale place that reopened two months ago or so for an outdoor dining. I never ask her out to dinner and we're almost never alone together or without a child in the other room. She says she'd love to and so my panic starts setting in because now I've actually got to act on my feelings. I ask her if she'd prefer meeting at my place and taking one car or meeting at the restaurant. She says she'd come by my place first. I'm a bit more cleaned up than normal, dressed up but not overly dressed. She shows up and my god, she's in a very nice evening dress, makeup, not something she normally wears, really looking stunning. I must have been slack-jawed for a second. I had to be, lol. We make a little small talk, compliment how we look, but I still didn't have my nerve yet and she isn't pushing the issue. Dinner is really wonderful. They had live jazz type group playing. Definitely coming back to this place. She tells me this is the first time she's really had an adult social outing that didn't involve her daughter in a few years. I mention it's about as long for me. We're laughing, joking, talking, a little casual touching here and there. I can't seem to find my nerve though. I'm afraid of ruining this moment, so I just submit to having fun. But as we're leaving, my mind snaps and I'm just like, fuck it. And when we stand to go back to the car, I give her my arm and we walk back to the car arm in arm. No awkwardness, nobody mentioning that it's happening. I open the door for her and I plan on driving her back to her car. As I open the door, she stops me, looking sort of nervous. She just outright tells me to stop and that she wants to kiss me. 
There was no alcohol at dinner, so this is all her. So I pull her in and we kiss. I can barely describe how wonderful it felt to finally touch her. Well, the kissing goes on outside this restaurant with her leaned against my car for at least half an hour. What the? (laughs) When we finally break, we share a few more dreamy looks before we get in the car and drive back to my place. She's holding my hand as I'm driving. I don't think I've ever been happier. I confess to her that I've started having feelings for her a long time ago, but what were the terrible things we went through? I didn't want to scare her away. She tells me that she's carried a torch for about six months herself. At that time, I'd gone on a couple of Tinder dates, and since we're just friends, I describe what a mess of a time those dates were. She tells me she began feeling intensely jealous and angry that I was seeing these girls. It was about the time that it clicked in her mind that she had somehow developed feelings for me. As it turns out, I didn't approach her because of her late husband, and she wasn't approaching me because she was afraid I'd see too much of her sister, my ex-wife, in her, and start to resent her for it. I invited her in after we got back home and we decided to try and fight off the desire to jump straight into bed. We just sat on the couch snuggling and talking about what we would need to do to make this a working relationship. There were some really teary moments there. We of course talked about her late husband a little and where she feels in the grief process saying I don't want to rush her and I'm not going anywhere if she needs time. I'll wait as long as she needs me to. She says that she feels like she's in a place where she could love again that she's long past feeling guilty for having feelings for me. It was something she struggled with. She then brought up her sister and the obvious questions a few people asked in the comments. What would we do if X ever decided to show her face around here again or try to get back into my kid's life? What if she comes back reformed and apologetic? Would I take her back? I told sister-in-law that's a hard no. I've forgiven her for cheating on me, but I would never forgive her what she did to my son. He was quite a sunshiny happy boy before his mother started cheating, using and lashing out at him. He's doing better now, but for a long while, his behavior and negativity for somebody so young troubled me. Sister-in-law was concerned how he might react to her as unlike our respective daughters, he's old enough to understand everything. I told her not to tell him as it might embarrass him, but not too long ago, he told me he wished his aunt was his mum instead. We said we're going to take it slow and not go too fast with things, but the kissing started again and since we're in private this time, we gave up the fight to stay out of the bedroom. I've had fantasies throughout the duration of my feelings for her and getting to pet her face in the morning was one I finally got to live out. Moving forward, we are going to establish date nights and work on building our already strong foundation. When we inevitably tell our folks we're a couple, we're going to do it together, but that's where I'm at. That's it. That's my update. If this subreddit allows, maybe I'll do another to say how the parents, in-laws, and kids take the news. Two years of wishing she was mine, and now she is. Better not F this up. Edit. Oh my god, this really blew up. First of all, thank you for all the crazy rewards. I'd respond to your post, but they locked my post, which annoys me because I want to respond to as many people as I can. Thank you for all the love and support. I'm in love with an angel, and I will update in the future. Anyway, does anyone know a subreddit I could post this to that wouldn't get locked? I feel guilty that people took the time to leave me messages and that I can't reply or speak with them. I checked this and was like, holy hell. I've got to get dinner and get the kids to bed, but if somebody could suggest a place to post updates in the future where things aren't so strict, I would appreciate it. 
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So then OP comes in with another update, which was a week later, which says, Edit, I forgot to add that I'm referring to my ex-wife as Jessica and my sister-in-law, who I've been calling sister-in-law, as Sylvia, because funny. Well, we've told everyone, and for the most part, it's gone over fairly well. When our respective kids were with my in-laws, Sylvia and I went to go see my parents. They met her a handful of times, but they don't really know her too well, as my in-laws and my family rarely attended mutual functions. They at least recognized who she was. My dad isn't a particularly sentimental person, so I have no idea what he thinks about it, but my mum is on board. She did ask, does Jess know? And we told her that I haven't even spoken with her in four years and Sylvia hasn't heard from her in two. That we'd crossed that bridge when we got to it. Other than that, my folks just seemed happy for me. Yesterday, when we attended a small family gathering for Labor Day at my in-laws, we knew that the reception here would be a little more chilly, as they're all also related to my ex-wife. My parents did us the favor of taking the kids to the zoo for the afternoon and ice cream too. We arrived at the party together and of course everyone is wondering where the kids are. Felt like a million things were telling me not to do this. But I took her by the hand and we both explained the kids were not here because we intended on telling everyone that we are now a couple. This wasn't a huge crowd, maybe like eight people, but it really felt like I announced it to a stadium. I don't know how we expected it to go, but several of her aunts were very pleased with this. We got some hugs. At first, nobody even mentioned my ex-wife. They were just happy because they'd all settled on Sylvia just never dating again. It was only mother-in-law that caused any issues. She told the party that she knew we were an item because I was always giving her puppy dog eyes and told them Sylvia talked about me non-stop. She asked for how long we'd been dating in secret and I told her only a week. She scoffed and told me that she didn't think starting a relationship off by lying would be a smart move. She then accused, albeit in a joking manner to the guests, that Sylvia and I had vanished at a pool party in June to smooch. Her mother and father asked to talk with us after the party and asked us just how serious things were. And like my parents asked whether my ex-wife knew or not. When I said no and that her opinion shouldn't matter given that she abandoned her family four years ago, they said they would be more comfortable with everything if I was to tell Jessica that I am now dating her sister. They are both intensely afraid that my ex will return sober and renewed and make an attempt to make amends, discover that I'm now in love with a younger sister and relapse. It sounded to me as if they knew something I didn't. And as it turns out, Jess has been calling and talking to them for a year now. And they just haven't told me. I was upset they kept this from me. Sylvia was very upset too, because not once after her husband's death has Jess ever tried to call her. 
they showed me her Facebook profile, the one she blocked me from, and there she is looking pretty normal, but like a burned out husk. I have to admit that seeing her not looking like the junkie she became when she left made me feel a little better than Sylvia too. Her parents kept their contact with her a secret because she is ashamed of what she's done and feels that she deserved to lose her kids and couldn't face them after all that happened. Sylvia's parents gave me her phone number and asked that I please call and speak with her. I told her that my feelings for Sylvia are real and there is no chance I can reconcile with Jess. Father-in-law seemed to nod in approval, but mother-in-law honestly looks like she was hoping we'd fix things. After we left, I talked to Sylvia about it, and though we discussed it before, a circumstance where Jess returns, we decided to revisit the conversation in light of these new revelations. I told Sylvia that I'm in love with her, my whole heart is hers, and that my feelings of love for her are something deeper and stronger than anything I've ever felt for my ex-wife. She ends up crying from the stress of the situation, anger with her parents for keeping secrets, and anger with her sister for not calling her or offering condolences at all after her husband's death. She then admits that she is afraid I might leave her if her sister returns, and I assure her this will never happen. It took some long hugs and a lot of kisses to smooth over the situation, but by the time we went to pick up the kids, we were holding hands together again and feeling more connected than ever. She's been spending the night at my place pretty frequently since we've been together. So the kids don't see anything. I've been setting my alarm for five in the morning, getting up and moving to the couch. Well, the morning after, we decided to tell the little ones what is going on. Our daughters seem very happy, but they are too young to really grasp what's actually taking place. All they know is, is that they can play together more. I did take my son aside, just me and him, and asked him if he was okay with this and what he thought about it. He asked if we'd all be living together, and I told him maybe someday. He asked if this made his aunt his stepmom now, and I said he's free to call her whatever he's comfortable with, and I will respect it, and she would too, because we both love him. He then asked me a lot of questions about his own mother, things he had never asked me before, and I answered pretty much everything he wanted to know. I toned some of my answers down a bit. He's learned a little about the dangers of drugs from school programs and I was finally honest to that degree when I told him his mum had a problem and she made some bad choices. He asked me why his mother didn't love him and that broke my heart. I assured him the best I could that his mother did love him. She just made a lot of terrible mistakes and that sometimes adults just don't do the right thing when they should. He asked me if I still loved her. I told him that I hoped she would get better and I don't want her to be sick anymore but that she hurt me and him so badly that I couldn't love her like I did before. I'm not sure he got all of that, but I tried explaining it to him the best I could. All that aside, he's been so much happier and less withdrawn since Sylvia has been with us, and he's always going out of his way to do all the typical kid stuff to impress her that I did with my own mum. At the end of the day, I still have that phone call with the ex to dread, but having Sylvia with me, being able to kiss her and hold her at night, it really put some joy back into me that's been gone for a very long time. I don't think I've even know how unhappy I had been all these years until I realized how happy she made me feel. We've been doing all the happy young lover stuff. She's been leaving me with love letters in my work lunchbox, even little poems, and I had flowers sent out to her place of work. She mentioned she had told me a few of the ladies at work had been trying to get her to ask me out for several months, so I figured the flowers would both make her happy and be a firm thank you wink to the office girls. Lol. Thank you for everyone who commented or sent me messages on the first and second posts. They really made my day and helped me keep my call cool to confess to her. 
feel free to ask me anything but i think that about does it for my updates no it doesn't because we've got one more just coming up two updates two updates <laughs> people have been asking me for an update for a couple of months now so i figured i'd finally sit down and do one what you're about to read is a comment i wrote last week and i've just copied and pasted it as it's pretty much good enough to be a post details the phone call with my ex-wife went and a little more info i did talk to her back in september i keep going to write an update for this but life got pretty hectic i did write like a 10 paragraph update like a month ago but my laptop crashed and i lost it and got discouraged ex-wife is in a much better place and is in recovery eight months clean by this point she finally told me the details of the affair and how things happened how she got into drugs not stuff I really wanted to hear, but she's trying to get her life together. As much as I dislike the things she's done to me and the kids, I want her to get healthy. I shouldn't, but I worry about her still sometimes. Anyhow, I got around to telling her about Sylvia and I, and she was dumbfounded by it. When I first met my ex, she was 19 and Sylvia was 14, and in her mind, she always viewed her as a kid in regards to me. Which, to be fair, I did used to refer to Sylvia as her kid sister. But when she remembered that her sister is fully grown adult who was married and had a child her hinting i was a creep stopped she did ask if i had feelings for her while i was married and i denied that we talked about the kids and she was really regretful and crying throughout the conversation she has no idea how she'd be able to face them again i wanted to say something reassuring but i don't want to give her the impression that i want her in their lives cordial even friendly but i'm not going to be stupid she and Sylvia talked for a while too. I didn't eavesdrop intentionally, but from the bits I heard and what I was told, they talked about Sylvia's husband. As it turns out, my ex had gotten arrested for a B&E, is that breaking an entry? Not sure, that week and spent it in jail. She didn't even know he passed until a couple of weeks after the funeral. And by that point, she felt saying anything would make things worse. Things went as well as could be expected. Sylvia, the three kids and I have been spending almost every day together. I haven't been happier in years. My son and daughter love all the motherly attention they've been getting. And I'm really loving getting to learn more about my little niece. Life's good. Busy, but it's good. Thanks for asking. I might just copy and paste this as my update. Alright, that was my comment update and nothing has really changed in the week since I wrote it. If anybody has any questions or comments, I'd be happy to answer what I can, when I can, but during the season, my workload increases dramatically. I don't have as much time to be on here as I did when I first posted. So I'm glad I got the nerve to try it with her. I love her so much. I've been so long without a romantic partner that I've forgotten what being in love or feeling loved felt like. Now that I remember, it's shocking to me. I didn't realize how alone and miserable I really was. I mean, for Christ's sake, we played Scrabble last night and for some reason, it made me ridiculously happy. Lol. And Opie's final update comes a year later, which says it has nearly been a year since my former sister-in-law, Sylvia, decided to begin dating. For anyone not familiar with the story, a quick TLDR. I have two children and have been married to a sister, my ex-wife. A combination of cheating, drug abuse and child abuse ended that relationship. Ix ran off to another state with her lover. I remained on good terms with her family as they all took my side. Sylvia and her late husband became very close to me, but we tragically lost him to a workplace accident. Sylvia in the years following that became close as our daughters are best friends and eventually she and I both developed romantic feelings for each other. A year later and we are living together and I couldn't be happier. We're currently living together and are in the market for a new home. Our children are really benefiting from having two parents around them to care for them. 
Our daughters have begun to call each other sisters and my son has accepted it in the same way. They're basically just normal siblings. It is interesting with my son. When he is talking to his friends or teacher, he refers to Sylvia as his mum. But when calling her or talking to her, he still calls her auntie. And our daughters are the same as I am uncle. It confuses some people we meet, but it's an always interesting story to tell. We haven't had much contact with my ex-wife since my last post. From what we hear, she's doing much better. Has a halfway decent job, boyfriend, and is keeping clean. I don't like to think about her being introduced into my children's lives, but if she continues to be a clean and well-rounded person, it will make it much harder for me to deny her visitation should she seek it. Not just from a legal standpoint, but from a moral one as well. Neither Sylvia and I look forward to that day, but the worries seem way off. Her parents have stopped their prodding into our business and haven't tried to force the ex back into our lives as we feared. Our kids spend the weekend with them now as my two were already doing that beforehand. So Sylvia and I get to spend Friday night and most of Saturday to go on dates and have some alone time. Our mutual friends were all pretty surprised by this and have been very supportive as well. They try to be polite and not mention my ex-wife, but every so often it does come up. Mostly everyone is just happy that we found happiness together. One side of the family that I failed to mention in all of this was the family of her late husband. As you might expect, her daughter still sees them regularly and they are happy and accepting of the relationship. His father even told me point blank that he was glad it was me because he thought he would hate his daughter-in-law bringing some strange man into his granddaughter's life. We haven't had many gatherings, of course, because of COVID, but the few get-togethers we have had have included them and will always include them. Speaking of her late husband... Sylvia and I have talked quite a bit about our feelings and she's even had me come along to one of her therapy sessions because despite everything going so well and the immense and wonderful love we have for each other, his memory and presence will always be a part of our lives. She decided on her own that out of respect for me, she had to take her wedding band off, something that caused a lot of sadness as you can imagine. I told her that she didn't need to do this and we were to get married, she's got two hands. After I said this, she began to wear it on a necklace instead. She wears an engagement ring now. I don't have any crazy story on how the engagement went down and I didn't spring it on her in some crazy public spectacle, but there were tears and hugs and kisses. If you've got any questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Thanks everyone for all the positive words of encouragement. And I always like a story like that when someone covers all the different aspects of the relationship you know they covered the in-laws from both sides the late husband's family and how they're dealing with it and how the children are dealing with it as well and getting in contact with the ex who is on the path to recovery herself but what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today getting involved in the stories your love support and time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love 